you for joining us this Sunday morning. It's our pleasure to bring God's word your way again this Sunday. Happy Mother's Day to all our mothers out there. We acknowledge all the efforts, all the sacrifices you're making. And indeed, we call you blessed. Hallelujah. We call you all blessed because it's indeed life becomes pleasurable when there is a woman in your life, either your mother or your wife or your sisters. It's indeed a thing of joy for us to celebrate our mothers today. Amen. Amen. Let's just bow our heads to pray this morning, even as we go into a time of God's word. Everlasting Father God in heaven, I just want to say thank you. I thank you so much because you found me worthy as a vessel to bring your word. I thank you for you have gathered us here once again to receive of your word. For we know that at the entrance of your word, giveth light and that light giveth understanding. The instance of your word brings about the transformation. And therefore, Lord God in heaven, we just want to bless you. Even as we go into your word, sweet Holy Spirit, open up our understanding that your light will burst forth, O God, and our destinies are transformed remarkably in the name of Jesus. That our lives will be like that of the centurion who said, say the word and I know that my servant will be healed. That in today's service, let there be transformation and your name be glorified in Jesus' Mighty and matchless name we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Thank God for another opportunity to bring God's word your way. I don't take it for granted. And I just want to give God all the glory. Amen. Uh, this morning, we're carrying on from our series, um, from the theme of our month, actually themed um, bold advancements hallelujah and in the month of march we are making bold advancements hallelujah and so for today we are looking at the subject go forward being bold hallelujah go forward being bold i'll say it again go forward being bold and i trust that the holy spirit will minister to our hearts in the name of jesus Anchor text is taken from the book of Exodus chapter 14, which we read last week from verses 1 to 15. Exodus chapter 14 from verses 1 to 15. And if you don't mind, I crave your indulgence. Let's just read together. Amen. And we read. Now the Lord, and if you are home, I encourage you to please read it out audibly. Praise God. Because there's something remarkable when you hear your own voice. It's imparting on your own spirit. Amen. Okay. And it says... Now the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the children of Israel that they turn and camp before Pihahiros, between Migdol and the sea opposite, Baal-Zephon. You shall camp before it by the sea. For Pharaoh would say of the children of Israel, They are bewildered by the land, and the wilderness has closed them in. Then I will harden Pharaoh's heart, so that he will pursue them, and I will gain honor over Pharaoh and over all his army, that the Egyptian may know that I am the Lord. And the Bible says what? And they did so. 
Verse 5, now it was told the king of Egypt that the people had fled and the heart of Pharaoh and his servants had turned against the people. And they said, why have we done this, that we have let Israel go from serving us? So he made ready the chariot. You know, I just felt this impressed on my heart that perhaps you're in any form of bondage of some sort or the other. The Lord is setting you free today in the name of Jesus. Because not just, not me, but the word is setting you free. The word is Jesus. And the scripture tells us that he who the son of man has set free is free indeed. Hallelujah. Verse 6. So he made ready his chariot and took his people with him. Also, he took 600 choice chariots and all the chariots of Egypt with captains over every one of them. Hallelujah. He said he took 600 choice chariots and all the chariots of Egypt with the captains over every one of them. Hallelujah. I will tell you what that scripture ministered to me once I finish reading. And the Lord hardened the heart of Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and he pursued the children of Israel, and the children of Israel went with boldness. Hallelujah. For those who are reading or highlighting with their digital devices, highlight this verse 8, and it says, and the Lord hardened the heart of Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, and he pursued the children of Israel. But he said what? And the of Israel went out with boldness. So the Egyptian pursued them and all the horses of the chariot of Pharaoh and his horsemen and his army and overtook them and camping by the sea beside Pihahiroth before Balzephon. And when Pharaoh drew near, the children of Israel lifted their eyes and behold, the Egyptians marched after them. So they were afraid and the children of Israel cried out to the Lord. Then they said to Moses, because there were no graves in Egypt, have you taken us away to die in the wilderness? Why have you so dealt with us to bring us up out of Egypt, is this not the word that we told you in Egypt, saying, let us alone that we may serve the Egyptians, for it would have been better for us to serve the Egyptians than we should die in the wilderness. And the verse 13, and so Moses said to the people, do not be afraid, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will accomplish for you today. For the Egyptians... Whom you see today, you shall see again no more forever. I command you to say amen in the name of Jesus. Why? Because you see, when I read that scripture, it says, and Pharaoh took 600 choice chariots. He did not stop there. And he took all his chariots. In other words, when God is coming to deliver, he delivers totally. Hallelujah. Pharaoh could have left some chariots behind. And if those chariots were left behind, then if Pharaoh had died, the, those chariots left behind would have still pursued of Israel. But God made it so that all of Pharaoh's armies and the chariots, all of them, not left behind. Everything drowned at the Red Sea. And that is what total deliverance looks like. It does not give God glory that you are delivered in one area of your life and in the other you are struggling. No, God is not that kind of God because the Bible says, he who the Son of Man has set free is totally 
free indeed. That is the reason why Jesus came to die. That we may be free from the shackles of the wicked. That is what total deliverance looks like. And the verse 14, the Lord said, we, and the Lord, Moses said, the Lord will fight for you and you shall hold your peace. I want you to hit your chest and say, the Lord will fight for me and I will hold my peace. Hallelujah. The Lord will fight for me and I will hold my peace. And the Lord said to Moses, why do you cry to me? Tell the children of Israel to do what? Go forward. Hallelujah. The Red Sea, yes. Tell them to do what? Go forward. And that is what we are looking at in the course of today's teaching. But just to lay a background for those who are joining us for the first time. There is a need for me to lay a foundation and I'll do it so real I'll, and I'll do it real quick. Last week we looked at gaining momentum. Go forward, gaining momentum. Today we are looking at go forward, being bold. And last week I began to tell us that when it comes to the aspect of gaining momentum, momentum is only generated in the place of prayer. Why? Because it is God who enables us to will and to do of his good pleasure. The Bible said that's what? I cannot do anything of my own except God. This is why Paul was saying that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And we know for a fact that if we are going to receive strength, we do not receive strength on account of being idle. We receive strength on account of being in fellowship, in communion with God. Because when you rub, again, a good example is for those of us who are in physics, and the funny thing was in physics, I wasn't so great in physics, but I never forgot the things I learned. Now, in physics, we are taught that when you take a magnet and you rub a metal against that magnet, over a period of time, that metal begins to adopt the properties of that same magnet. Am I correct? Praise God. Hallelujah. In other words, when we come before God, God is that magnet. And as a result of us being in fellowship with him, we begin to receive his likeness. Praise God. And that's what we need if we're going to make movement. Because unlike children of Israel, the Bible said that what they left being bold. But when they encountered obstacles on the way, they began to be afraid. And the reality of life is this. Paul was speaking to Timothy and he was saying that in this life, anybody who is a child of God, you must face persecution. And so it's a guarantee that in this journey of life, you and I will encounter obstacles in our journey to fulfilling destiny. But by the grace of God, when we receive momentum in the place of prayer, we are able to triumph over them. Praise God. Hallelujah. And so for today, we are looking at what it means to be bold. How do I become bold in the things of God? And I recall vividly that last week I said that the mind of God and his thoughts towards his creation is always progressive. Hallelujah. It does not give God delight for you and I to be in one spot. Because all through scripture, even from the beginning of creation, God says what? Be. Be is, a, is, is, is an active verb because you keep transforming. Praise God. And it says, be fruitful and 
multiply. In other words, I expect you to keep advancing in the things that I've called you. And that is the design of God. Praise the Lord. And I recall, I gave the instance of the scripture, Proverbs 4 verse 18. The Bible says here that we are told that destiny of the just, I paraphrased, is like a shining light and it shines ever brighter onto a more perfect day. Hallelujah. And I recall I gave that example with the sun. If you have ever watched the sun rise, that is how God explains our destiny using nature. Hallelujah. In other words, as it begins to be done, all of a sudden you begin to see the sun rise and it keeps rising, keeps rising until it's set. In other words, that is how we, our lives are supposed to go from glory to glory because that is the design of God for you and I. Hallelujah. And the Bible says in the Amplified Version, it says, but the path of the just, the righteous, is like the light of the dawn that shines brighter and brighter until it reaches full strength and glory in the perfect day. That is the design of my destiny and your destiny. Perhaps you are doubting me and you're saying, but can this be me? Thinking about the things I've made mistakes in the past, all the errors I have made, that is the reason why Jesus came. That is the reason why you have to believe because only the just are entitled to this experience. Hallelujah. Only the just, only those who have right standing with God, only those who have Jesus as their Lord and personal Savior have this destiny ordained for them. Praise God. Hallelujah. And so we are looking at the subject of boldness. I began to reflect and the reality of it is, you know, I began to ask myself, what is my favorite animal? And I have gone to the zoo several times and I just love the lion because apparently scientists have it that the lion does not even go hunting. It's actually the wife that goes out, the lioness that goes out to hunt for food. But you see, the lion just couches until danger appears. The lion is not the biggest animal in the jungle, but is the boldest animal there is. Why? Because that is why, remember I said last week, that God uses nature to explain the things he wants us to understand. So that anytime we encounter that experience in nature, it's God's way of speaking to us. And so the Bible says that what? The righteous shall be what? As bold as a lion. Hallelujah. In other words, there is a level of boldness. There is a degree of boldness that God expects you and I to exhibit in the face of life. Praise God. Hallelujah. And so we go back to the text that we read earlier on where Moses was writing. Exodus 14 verse 8 and he says, And the Lord hardened the heart of Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, and he pursued the children of Israel. But what? The children of Israel did what? They went out with boldness. I'm charging someone this morning that perhaps you are about to start an endeavor and you are being timid about it. Perhaps you are being cowardice about it. But this is what God is saying, that we must go out with boldness. Why? Because I give you an example. 
the picture on your screen, you will see a gentleman who is jumping from one cliff off to another cliff. Now, the point is not jumping, but it's how you jump. Praise God. So, the point is not starting, but how you start. Because the young man could have jumped, and his jump would not be with boldness, and for that reason, he would fall. But he jumped confidently, knowing fully well that I will reach my destination. And that is my charge to somebody this morning. That it's not about how you start. Sorry, it's not about starting, but it's all about how you start. And the train of Israel, and the Bible said that, that, that they did what? They went out with what? Boldness. Praise the Lord. They went out with boldness. But now we begin to look at what does boldness mean? My nature is that, you know, I like to lay good foundations for what I'm going to discuss. And so, the dictionary tells us that being bold or boldness is not hesitating or being fearful in the face of actual or possible danger or rebuff. It's a state of being courageous or daring. Hallelujah. The number two, it says... Being bold, being bold or boldness is a matter of necessitating courage or daring or embracing challenges. And the other one says it's a brave and confident way of behaving that shows no fear. It didn't say you're not afraid, but you are showing no fear. Praise God. And just like how a dog is able to sense fear. Also, the devil is able to sense fear when we are afraid. And so, we must never. How do we then journey through life in such a manner that we are not engulfed in fear or anxiety, but we are living out the boldness that Jesus has obtained for us? Because the Bible says that greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. That this is the reason why Jesus came to... To what? Frustrate, to neglect, to, dis, to, to, to scatter the works of the enemy. Hallelujah. But boldness, according to scripture, is regarded as an attitude. Praise God. Boldness is an attitude of strong confidence in God, not in any man, system, or government. Praise God. I mean, one of the days, one of the things that I often say is that, you know, when I came to this country and I would talk to people about God, about Jesus Christ, and they would ask me, what, what is their need? Because after all, everything I need, I have. And so their confidence was in the government because whenever I'm broke, I can always go, in, go on benefits and the government will ensure my sustenance. But the reality of it is that even the government is crying. Praise God. But this is not new because when you read 2 Kings, the Bible said that there was a time when money failed, that they were eating cow's dung. Praise God. And people began to eat their children. But those who were in God lacked no good thing. Hallelujah. And so he said that boldness is an attitude of strong confidence in God. Such that godly things are said and done openly, without fear of the consequences. God is calling for people to be bold. Hallelujah. 
like Smith Wigglesworth will say, God is looking for people who will take risks on his behalf. Praise God. God is looking for men and women who will say, I want to be ashamed for Jesus. Because Paul is saying that what? I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God unto salvation. Praise God. Hallelujah. And so I said here that boldness is the courage to act or speak fearlessly despite real or imagined dangers. Praise God. And I pray that we will receive boldness today in the name of Jesus. That is the essence of today's service that we are going to understand because the Bible says that in Romans 8 verse 19 that the earnest creation is eagerly waiting for the manifestations of the sons and daughters of God. But the reality of it is, how would they know your God if you're not bold about your God? How would they know about your God if you're not doing things for your God? How would they know about your God if you don't put your God on display? Just like Elijah, he said, whether Baal be God or whether my God be God, today we will find out. And he called on the God of heaven, and God showed up. Hallelujah. I pray that God will show up in your life in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. We look at a very young man, Joshua. Joshua. Joshua was a man who, when you look at Joshua's life, you begin to understand that this man was a man that he walked closely with Moses. Remember we started with the story of Moses as how God told Moses to legion of Israel into the promised land but Joshua was Moses' assistant and so he was learning all the things he could from his mentor and the Bible says in Joshua chapter 1 that God said to Moses, God said to Joshua, as you can see my servant Moses has gone or he's dead now. But now, as I was with Moses, so also I will be with you. And the verse 6 of it, it says, But be strong and be of good courage. For this people to, for to this people you shall divide as an inheritance the land which I swore to you, your fathers, to give them. But God said again, only be strong and be very courageous that you may observe to do according to all the law which Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn from the right or to the left that you may prosper wherever you go. Hallelujah. This is what it takes to be bold. Hallelujah. This is what it takes to be bold. Hallelujah. Now, a man of God said something that really struck my attention. And he said that in the journey of life, why was Joshua and Caleb different? He said something and he said that there are giants in every man's promised land. Praise God. That they are giants in every man's promised land. And what it would take those who are bold to slay them. Hallelujah. That they are giants 
in any man's promised land, the promised land is the dream you have in your mind that God has laid in your heart that I want you to do this. This is the design that I have for you. So perhaps you have a dream of starting something big that would impact nations. There is a giant in that promised land. Perhaps there is a career path you want to take. It has never been done before. There are giants in that promised land. But it says what? It would take boldness boldness to slay them this is why if you recall in numbers chapter 14 the bible says that and moses sent the 12 spies to go and spy the land that god had promised them and the bible says that 10 of the spies said that we have gone to the land the land is good the land is prosperous however there are giants in those lands hallelujah he said, that, but there are giants in those lands and we are but what? Grasshoppers in their sight. But Joseph, Joshua and Caleb were of a different spirit. Because the Bible said that immediately they began to speak. Joshua and Caleb quieted the people and said, let us go up at once. For we are what? More than able. Praise God. That's what it takes to be bold. That irrespective of the size of the giant, in other words, they were not going because of who they were, but they understood the promises of God. Because if God says it, they believed it and that settles it. I speak to somebody today that in the name of Jesus, you will indeed do exploits in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. But the question now is how then do we become bold? Time will not let me finish today's sermon. But again, I'm laying a good foundation because we are going to be praying at some point in time because we know that if we are going to be bold, we must generate substance to be bold. Hallelujah. Is it possible to make the fonts on that thing white so it's easier for people to see? How does one become bold? How does one become bold? Praise God. How does one become bold? How do we become bold? We are looking at what it would take to be bold for Jesus. Hallelujah. We are looking at what, thank you very much. We are looking at what it would take to become bold for Jesus. Hallelujah. Okay? And I said here, praise the Lord. And I said that just as evil spirits enter people and they began to be abnormal, praise God, so also there is a spirit responsible for boldness. Praise God. I said again, just as evil spirits enter people and they begin to behave abnormally, praise God, they begin to act contrary to human design. The Bible said that an evil spirit entered Saul and all of a sudden Saul began to misbehave. So also, there is a spirit responsible for boldness. We are not bold of our own. Hallelujah. We are not bold on our own accord. There is a spirit. There is an agency responsible for our boldness. And so for that reason, we must find out if you and I are going to be bold. You know, there's, there's this um, African notion that whenever you see somebody who is acting boldly, they say, oh, you have eaten a lion's heart. Praise God. 
In other words, there is something you have eaten that is responsible for how you are behaving. Look at what the Bible tells us in 2 Timothy 1 verse 17. It says, for God did not give us a spirit of timidity. In other words, if there's a spirit of timidity, there is a spirit of boldness. Praise God. And it says, of cowardice, of craving and cringing and founding fear. But he has given us a spirit of power, of love, and of calm and well-balanced mind, and discipline and self-control. This is what God has given us. Hallelujah. But the question is, how then do we receive this spirit of boldness? And I'll start from, this, from the first point. The only way the spirit of boldness can enter is through prayer. Hallelujah. The only way the spirit of boldness can enter into any man or woman is in the place of prayer. Karabashia. There is only way it can enter. It can only enter through the spirit of boldness. Because the Bible says that what? The, I know the God in whom I have believed. Let's look at the Bible and look at what Acts of Apostles chapter 29 verse 30, 31. Acts of the Apostles chapter 4. Acts of the Apostles chapter 4. Acts of the Apostles chapter 4. Perhaps we'll stop here and we'll carry on next week. Now, the Bible says that the disciples, just to give you an instance of what has happened, because it's possible for you to be a believer and still be afraid and cowardly. Through scriptures, we have seen examples. The Bible says in the book of Acts chapter 1, that the Holy Spirit fell on the apostles in the upper room and they began to speak boldly. However, the Bible said that there was a man at the beautiful gate who was begging for arms and Peter and John encountered the man and fast forward they healed the man and the man was healed. However, the people in the Sanhedrin was not happy with what they had done and so for that reason, they told Peter and John Never to speak of Jesus ever again. If not, they'll be killed. And so the apostles went to where their other apostles were and they began to pray. And the Bible says in Acts 4 from 29 to 31, it says, Now look on their threats. What is that thing threatening God in your life? What is that thing challenging the authority of God in your life? It says, now look on their threats and grant your servants that with all boldness they may speak your word by stretching out your hand to heal and that signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant Jesus. Praise God. And the Bible says, and when they had what? Prayed, hallelujah. The place they were were shake assembled together was sh shaken, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, and they spoke the word of God with what boldness, hallelujah. In other words, boldness cannot come through positive mental attitude, boldness cannot come through positive thinking. 
Boldness can only come when you come in contact with the spirit of boldness. And it's the Holy Ghost who is responsible for that boldness. Somebody said that everything that matters in life requires boldness. Hallelujah. Everything that matters in life, think about it. Whether it be your career, whether it be marriage, whether it be a business, whatever it is, it must require what? Boldness. Hallelujah. Because that is the trait of those who are born of the Spirit. And the Bible says in Acts 138 verse 3, it says, In the day when I cried out prayer, you answered me and made me what? Bold with strength in my soul. And so based on this, we can say that boldness can only come through prayer and believing what God has said. For the sake of time, I will stop here, but again, we'll pray. Because one of the things that the Bible says is that if any man hears my word and doeth them not... I will liken him as a man who saw his face in a mirror. And after he has left the mirror, he forgot what he looked like. Hallelujah. And so this morning, I want you to get up on your feet and begin to lift up your voice and begin to say, Father, I thank you. That, Lord, I thank you for your word that has come my way this morning. I thank you for the understanding that I have received concerning the matters of boldness. And therefore, Lord, in the name of Jesus, I ask that you would grant me the spirit of boldness. That, Lord, oh God in heaven, concerning my life, oh God, I receive the grace to be bold, that the grace to be bold. I am not asking for boldness to achieve my own things or my own ideas, but Lord, I'm asking for boldness to do things in your name. Boldness to lay hands on the sick and they will recover. Boldness, oh God in heaven, to lay hands on the dead and they would rise. Boldness, oh God in heaven, to speak even against evil, oh God, and not fear. Therefore, Lord, we pray again, oh God, everything threatening our silence as believers. Jehovah God in heaven, we pray, you would grant us boldness in the name of Jesus. You would grant us boldness, oh God, that in this month, oh God, just like you spoke to of Israel, why are they crying before me? Tell them to go forward. That Lord, the only way we would go will be forward in the name of Jesus. Blessed be your holy name, O God. In Jesus' mighty and matchless name, we have prayed. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Remember, I said that the only people who are entitled to be bold are only those who have made Jesus their Lord and personal Savior. So perhaps you are watching me this morning and yet you don't know Jesus. This is that time, my brother. This is that time, my sister. Because the Bible said that the path of the just can only shine. Only those who are just. And the only way we can be just is by accepting the sacrifice that Jesus has made on the cross of Calvary for us. And so if you're one of them, just say with me this morning and say, Lord Jesus, I acknowledge that you died for me on the cross of Calvary. And on the third day you rose again. I acknowledge that I'm a sinner. I ask that you forgive me of my sins. Even as I confess you as my Lord and my personal Savior. Grant me the grace to live the realities of the new creation.
In Jesus' mighty and matchless name, we have prayed. Everlasting Father God in heaven, I just want to say thank you. Lord, oh God in heaven, no one can do these things except God be with him. Lord, I take no glory to myself, oh God, but Lord, I ask that you will continually grant me the grace to be bold. That Lord, oh God in, uh, Lord, oh God, oh God in heaven, in your name, O oh God, according to your word, we will cast out demons. In your name, O oh God, we will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. In your name, we will take over territories for you, O oh God, that the name of Jesus be glorified. In Jesus' mighty and matchless name, we have prayed. Perhaps you have made Christ your Lord and your Savior this morning. You can see an email at the bottom of your screen. Please do well to send us an email with the subject, New Life. And we will do well to take it off from there because the Bible said that indeed, that is the commandment of Jesus, that we should go out preaching the gospel that all may come to know or to knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. And so God bless you. Thank you for joining us this Sunday morning. Enjoy the rest of the service. Amen.